doing amazing i hope you are well and uh, welcome thank you for joining me once again on this podcast channel this is coffee with rispa coffee with me yeah and um i just pray that this episode will be impactful there's something in your heart you just not listen this to this uh in vain like it will actually have some impact so welcome so actually we are recording this on it's actually one day to the valentine's the 14th of february and um I know Valentine's means different things for each and every one of us, but what we are sure of is it's a celebration, it's a day of celebrating love. And so yesterday I was watching a movie on it's called Amazing Love and it's the story of Hosea in the Bible and there's just characters depicting what was happening throughout in the book of Hosea. And so I actually felt this huge urge to record, um, to share this, and so I decided I we are going to share on going back to the first love, to our first love, and now that Valentine's is just here, it's a lot for us to think. Who our first love is and I, I don't know for you but for me I tend to think that actually God was my very first love he has I have always had his love for God ever since I was I can remember when I was small uh, I always loved I sensed I have always sensed the presence of the Lord in my life ever since I was very small and um, as we all know circumstances environment can gradually impact you and so over the years um in my 20 plus years on this earth i have had instances where i have to go back to god go back to my first love because i have felt like i have strayed away from his love or backslidden and so this is what this whole episode will be about it will be about going back to our first love and i just want to touch on three important verses that i came across and actually i would i'd want to say that i'd not know i'd be recording about these three verses yeah so first one is from revelation Two, uh, chapter two, uh, verse four. Verse four, actually, and it says, "Yet I hold this against you: you have forsaken the love you had at first. Repent and do the things you did at first." And so, this is Jesus Christ actually telling his church that me or us telling me actually i love to put it every time i'm reading the bible i love to put it in such a way that it's it's me he's talking about it's me the word is talking about and so 
he's saying i hold this against you you have forsaken the love you had at first repent and do things you did at first and so that's why in this episode we are going back to the first love as a celebration of valentines of what now our valentines is what jesus christ did on the cross it was a show of sacrificial love for us and so we are going back to that first love so um that is the first verse i'm going to read that i've already read and so there's also something we are going to pick from jeremiah in chapter 2 and the whole of jeremiah chapter 2 it's actually god's uh, showing how Israelites have forsaken him. And at the beginning of the chapter, he's saying, During Israel's youth, okay, during my youth, I, as I said earlier, it's, it's, it's really good to just um, make sure you understand that this word is supposed to be for you. And so God is telling the Israelites, during their youth, when they were young and all, they were like a bride to him they loved god wholeheartedly they served god in their youth and so because of that devotion and the love they had for god god led through uh, the wilderness they he, he led them through the wilderness through the darkness and he's saying um israel was like the first fruits of his harvest like it was so holy to god that it was the first fruits of his harvest and so because of that relationship god and the israelites had god avenged him avenged or rather he fought for the israelites anyone who was against the israelites was against god and so they had this protection upon them because they they were like a bride have come to realize god really values fellowship and intimacy a relationship with him like it's not all about the corporate thing like we are doing all this god does not value religion but he values a heart that is holy after him a heart that is like a bride for her for her groom and so that is what he's saying but check check out this god is saying after now he 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 led them and they reached the land which was flowing with fruits and uh, fresh produce so israelites israelites the israel israelites sorry <laughs> they rebelled against god imagine after he 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 he, he protected protected them after he led them through the darkness in the desert they ate everything after they reached now in that land they defiled the land by worshipping other gods so they followed worthless idols and they became themselves worthless please hear this so after the israelites rebelled against god they started worshipping idols these worthless idols and the more they worshipped them the more they themselves became worthless and that is a very important thing for us to learn that the more we draw away from god the more we also become worthless in our purpose we lack the true identity of who we were in god and so the lord is asking in this whole in jeremiah chapter 2 he's asking the israelites did i do anything to you for your ancestors to rebel against me 
uh, surely how could they not remember the works i did back then how will not how would they not see um where is the lord who brought us through the wilderness like it's also a question for us god has moved mountains for us in so many instances in our lives we have received protection we have received provision over the years but suddenly after it is all well and good for us we leave god and we idolize what he has already given us something catchy here is actually when god blesses us we idolize the same things he has given us as his gift gift so for israelites they what they received as a promised land they idolized it and actually started worshiping what was there now the, the, the other gods other foreign gods and something else that i noted in this chapter is a question god is directing at the israelites he's asking them surely go to other nations go to other border bordering nations and territories check if they ever changed their gods you see it's a very valid question these other territories they never change their gods but you you are changing your god who brought you you have seen the miracles the signs and wonders but you are changing your god for these worthless idols actually he says these other nations do not change their gods yet they are not actually gods they are just idols they they are like the work of the human hands you know it's like uh, i mold something out of the man or out of the mud sorry or or out of the iron and everything and i call this thing my god and that is what these nations were doing but they never changed them but the israelites who knew the true god who had seen the works of the only true god they had rebelled against him and so i was like oh my god that is what we actually do if you see like in other religions it's very hard for them to change their god for them to but it, it, it is very very hard for other religions i'm not mentioning but you can always always see for yourself like it is very hard for someone who is in another religion to suddenly start professing the christian faith and say i love jesus and everything he's my lord and savior but for us it is so easy for us like once we see all other things around us we are easily swayed easily influenced and so that's the question the lord is directing at the israelites so um as i was digging deeper i also uh so that god had mentioned two sins he said the israelites had committed two sins first they they had forsaken god who was their their spring of living water after forsaking god the second sin they did was they dug their own systems of water but these systems were broken so, such that they could not hold water and so when i reached this part i just looked at myself and all the circumstances surrounding my life and i noticed i have done this over and over again and this is what happens to the most of us you want to replace god a lot is happening in your life and so when god has blessed you and 
you're straying away from him there's a hollow there's a void there's a, an emptiness within you and so you want to replace this emptiness which can only be filled by the living water who is God you want to replace it with broken system you want to dig in fact you want to heal yourself you want to give a replacement to what is lacking inside of you through your own way so you dig your own systems but these systems they are broken because first of all the system is broken so you cannot hold water and this water is not the living water and most of the times that is what we are doing that is what i am doing and um it's a it's a let me say it's a conviction in my heart it's um how do i say it's god using his word to correct what is broken in our lives to correct what we have seen as we have taken it as a normal as the thing that we have embraced and so he's saying he's the only living water whatever we have taken to replace him cannot actually work because it is broken and not the real living water and so that is something that i noted as i was going through the whole chapter um and also you can see in the as i was watching the movie and i also read the book of Hosea sorry after watching the movie i realized okay anyone who who has read the book of Hosea knows that uh Hosea is actually he's portraying the character of God and the unfaithfulness of us as his church as his bride uh it's actually showing God's unconditional love for that even though we strayed and strayed and worshipped other gods and prostituted uh, the word of God, like prostituted, uh, we did prostitution with other gods, he still loved us over and over again. And while I was reading the book of Hosea, I remember something that really um, made me, um, made me, think a lot is when the lord in the in the chapter in chapter 2 in the book of Hosea the lord is saying after no after the Israelites have forsaken their god and everything he's saying i'll make israel a desert i'll slay her with thirst um and so there are actually consequences of forsaking the lord uh, one of the things I saw in Hosea is that there is a dryness, there is a hunger and thirst that only the Lord can, that comes, that only the Lord can feel. And he's saying, even though you have gone after your lovers, because actually the Lord is portraying us as prostitutes, we have gone after our lovers who are giving us water, oil, food, you know, we are actually trading our our glorious god for these things tangible things idols even now we are doing that most of the time and so it was um a way of god telling telling the, the israelites or telling us even presently that these other 
things we are chasing the lovers we are chasing we will not will think they actually will be running away from us because here even in the book of Hosea chapter 2 it's saying Israel will chase after her lovers but we never catch them she will look for them but we never find them so we are actually chasing vanity because it's like you're chasing something that is also running away from you <laughs> so that the relationship we have with the idols we are exalting above the lord so it's actually a futile it's a fruitless um chase because you can imagine you love someone but they don't love you back but actually the person who loves you you're forsaking him and that is the love that the lord has always had for us and so i was uh, as i was going through the whole thing uh, in jeremiah and hosea i noticed there are actually consequences consequences of forsaking the lord and one of them is slavery and uh, you are actually in oppression the enemy is oppressing you from and i remember god was even asking the israelites are you guys were you born slaves like really because you have been in slavery for so long and it's because of your rebellious actions and um this also another consequence of of rebelling against the lord or forsaking the lord and that is a hunger and thirst you lack uh, fruitfulness you are actually fruit how do i say you're not fruitful you don't bear fruit you work so hard yet you have so little to show like it's actually a way of god cursing the work of your hands and so the lord is saying you will lack grain and oil because the lord eh, sorry <laughs> because the land is in fertile um the land is not yielding he's also saying because you have forsaken me you will you will have you you will feel shame because when remember when you are under the lord's protection you are covered but after you forsake him you are uncovered and so you are naked and ashamed and so the result is shame so with with all that that I have shared um I think this is a call for us to go back to our first love. We have strayed enough from his presence and now it's a reminder for us to go back and serve him as in the days of our youth as in the days of as in the former days. Um and i remember something else that really really kept on ringing in my mind is when god said and so after all this suffering has come upon you because of forsaking the lord i will lead you to the wilderness and there i'll speak to you tenderly you get so it's actually the lord after sometimes the wilderness is a place of lack the wilderness is a place of less distractions because there's actually no life in there and so when the lord is taking you through the wilderness season it's actually to unplug you from the world i don't know what your wilderness is but could could it be that the situations you're currently going through is a 
calling you back to him i will in season so that he will speak to you tenderly and he will hear you will silence he will silence every other voice so that you hear what he has to say and when he speaks to you tenderly you will now say i'll go back to my husband who is the lord as at first for then i was better off than now after maybe all that years or all the time you have spent outside of the presence of the lord now it's time to come back because you realize he is actually life but all the other things are not and i would say my whole entire life this is a summary of it actually because i i feel like i have time and time again gone back to the lord and say god i'm coming and so um i want to remind someone it is time to go back to your first love it is time to go back to the person who loved you first and who you loved first all these things that we see are actually fleeting yeah they will never last but his love for us will last and um, there is no other way i'd explain this but just show that being in the presence of the lord serving lord and wholeheartedly devoting your life to him you actually you your life feels like a dream it's an adventure because there's no other gift you can have than the presence of the lord in your life and so this is a reminder as we are celebrating valentine that you shall go back to the lord in your first love and call back to mind what he has done over the years for you stop worshiping all other things other than gods <laughs> yeah foreign god um you yourself know the gods you might have it could be things that are in your lives it could be it could be money it could be um relationships it could be people you could be exalting people above the lord you could be exalting money above the lord you could be exalting your job above the lord your business anything could be anything it could be the desires you have in your heart that are impure yeah impure motives impure desires so it's time to let go and go back to your first love and that is what i'm doing also um that is something i have to remind myself over and over again that he's my first love and my whole life is has to be devoted to him and so yeah i hope everyone uh this episode has impacted you um and i pray that it has stirred something inside of you and i wish you a very happy valentine's day and may you feel the love of jesus christ first before any other love and till next time